Father God, good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Jesus believers. Praise God. Father God, as we come before you this morning, just want to say thank you. Just want to bless your name this morning because you're just awesome and worthy. Lord God, I personally want to thank you for all of your goodness that I see in demonstration. I want to thank you, God. I just want to thank you. I just want to thank you this morning. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. You know, if somebody needs to hear that song again, what is uh, Luther Barnes saying here? He's saying, I got the favor of the Lord upon me. How about let's maybe listen to that one more time. I got the favor. If you have the favor, just do something in adoration to God. Clap your hands, wiggle your toes. Do something. What? God is oh, no, not war. You have to war to get the favor. I'm 
Now he's there. I feel him, and I love it. Amen. Amen. Um, is that I try to tell people, or I, I, I try to share with people. I don't try to tell anybody anything. But was there a noticeable difference in your face, your countenance, and everything? Yes, there was. There was, and 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 uh, there still is a yes. notable uh, difference. Last night I was praying with my husband, and I could feel this light illuminate from my face. I could feel it, even though I couldn't see it. I could feel it coming through, and mm. it it just it's beautiful. It is so beautiful. My goodness. Um, when you, when you got your freedom here in the sanctuary, what happened? What happened? Do not, do me a favor. Do not mention Mm -hmm. the name of that demon. Whatever you do, you can't afford to. Oh, no, 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 I won't. The name of it. I know you probably. Do you want to go? No. Hmm? Say that again. I probably did at home. Yeah. But it's okay. It's okay. But see, I got I got people on here that have familiar spirits. Mm-hmm. And if you see the name of that demon, they got the, those. They will open themselves up to that familiar spirit. That's what I don't want to happen. Oh, okay. Yeah, I understand. Do you want to start off, and I can jump in? Well. Yeah, I just want, when you knew you were free, you knew there was a difference. Explain how that difference felt or what it, however it worked. <clears throat> what I knew that there was, when I was free, I immediately wanted to sing and worship and dance and and run into the field and and just just worship God, just worship the Holy Spirit, worship the Lord. You feel like you're in heaven. That's how you feel, and you just know that you know that you know that you know, because one moment you feel like you're in so much bondage, and then during the the stages of the deliverance process, you feel that 25 pounds are lifted off of you, 50 pounds are lifted off of you, and then 100 pounds are lifted off of you, and then you want to run with the Holy Spirit. That's how you know. Yes. Um, I know it was a shock when when that, that, that was an angel of light, by the way. That was an angel of light. That was a power. Um, when that uh, spirit spoke out mm-hmm. and, and surprisingly, by the way, we just asked mm-hmm. God to to handle it. And then I had to call Jose to, to go look up uh, uh, in the smartphone because I knew I had heard that name before. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I never, in my wildest imagination, but I know spirits don't die, but you just don't think that they can live in the in the body of, of human beings. And not only do you not think that, you don't think that that spirit could have been in one family for hundreds, thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Did that surprise mm-hmm. you? Uh, yeah, it, it did because <clears throat> during during the process, I could see my grandparents, I could see all my aunts and my uncles, including my mom. I could see all the uh, the grandchildren, and I could see all the great grandchildren, almost like a like a vision of mm-hmm. the generations that it 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 attacked. And that spirit said, 
I was to destroy the whole family. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. It said its assignment, its purpose was to take out your whole family because your family had been dedicated to God. Didn't it say that? Yes, it did. It said your family had a work for God to do. Yes. And it said its job was to stop it. Yes. See, people don't understand. I'm so glad you're a living witness. I'm so happy in my soul that God gives me living witnesses, that he sends hard stuff here. Mm-hmm. Because he wants us to know that demons know how to stop Christians. Demons know how to stop most Christians. But it, mm-hmm. God wants us to know that we're not the most Christians. God wants those of us that he has anointed and called to spiritual warfare. There is a spiritual warfare that's part of the victorious Christian lifestyle. But then again, there is a spiritual warfare that God has called people to assist people to bring them out of darkness into his marvelous light. Now, God called your family long before you were born, long mm-hmm. before your mother was born, and long before your mother's mother was born. God mm-hmm. had established that purpose for your family. God had given your family. And I'm 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 putting I'm I'm sharing this with you, Jesus believers, because a long time ago, I asked you all, I said, which of you, I said, if you, if you, if you know that you have gifts, I said, send me a text and let me know. And what I was looking for then was how either obedient or disobedient you were to God. And I wanted to see how many uh, gifted people because it is very, 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 very hard to teach and minister to gifted people. It is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's going to require what? Spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. It's going to require more spiritual warfare than just what the average Christian believer has to do for their own sanctification. So I wanted to know how many people around me were like that. And I found out it was a lot. It was a lot. So that's why I don't minister outside of the Word of God because. When you have people that are gifted and that can see and know and uh, gifted for healing and gifted with with special anointing, with special anointings, then you know this: the devil got a big target on their back, a big target, mm-hmm. and God proves it. Every time he sends somebody here, he proves himself. He proves my theory. Let me put it like that. He proves my theory and what I think and 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 to be correct. To to actually be correct. And um I wanna I want what about what about this part? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Being in that hotel room by yourself and me having you stay there and don't have nothing to do with you until you come here. How you feel about that? Um, it was a little bit hard, but I I completely embraced the process even though I felt like my flesh wanted to fight it. Mhm. Because 
that gave me the chance to get on my knees, lay prostrate for the Lord. It gave me a chance to cry, to yell, to worship. To, it, and it prepared me spiritually. So by the time I got to you, God's work was already being established in the spirit so he can help me. And even though it was hard, it was hard, but I just allowed myself to embrace the process. And it works, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It works. It it did. It does. Now, the thing also that, that Jesus believers... Um, have to have to embrace is the fact that you came a long way mm-hmm. to get this by faith. You came by faith. Yes. And your faith was in Jesus Christ. Yes. You see, brothers and sisters, sometimes I think we forget that it was after the anointing of the Holy Spirit on Jesus. It was then that Jesus rebuked evil spirits. Jesus faced Satan. Jesus healed the sick. Jesus raised the dead. Jesus rebuked storms. And Jesus spoiled principalities and powers. Brothers and sisters, Spiritual warfare is part of Christianity. Mm-hmm. And the spiritual warfare is not over. Mm-hmm. It's not over. And the spiritual warfare is not because God needs you to conquer the world. Or God needs you to conquer what's in you. God needs you to conquer what's in your family line. God needs you to conquer what's around you first. First. So you know what it feels like. So you know what victory looks like. So you know what victory smells like. And so you know that you know that you know that you know that you know what it feels like to be free. See, the the problem is a person that was born in bondage and a person that is in bondage has never known what it feels like to be made free from bondage. But when you when you experience what being free from bondage is, you won't ever allow bondage to creep up on you again. How you feel about mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Very true. For a demon, and a demon tell you it's trying to kill your whole family, and not and not for me. Understand something? I don't tell people nothing. I'm not smart enough. I don't have that much anointing. I don't have that much wisdom, and I certainly can't see that deep, so I don't try. I just sit back and let God do it. Who delivered you, California? The Holy Spirit delivered me. Thank you. Thank you. And God is available to do that. But but most Christians, California, have never experienced that. I'm sorry, but it's true. It is true. Most Christians have never experienced that. Because, see, God is so big that you can meet Jesus as a Savior and not know him as a healer. You can meet Jesus as a healer and never, never, never know him as a deliverer. You can meet Jesus as a miracle worker, and that just be the beginning of your walk with him. The beginning. Because you can meet him as a miracle worker 
and not know him as Jehovah Jireh, God's your provider. Mm-hmm. There's so many, the, 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 the brilliance and the characteristic of God is so great that every day, every day in your life, you can meet Jesus in a new way and still won't have met all of them. <laughs> oh, really? And that's why you don't need to get locked down. You know, locked down. God is this way. There ain't no other way. Then stop being ridiculous. And come out from under them chains. Come out from under them cages. There's no way on this earth we can fully describe Jesus. There's no way on this earth we can fully describe God. And there's absolutely no way on earth we can fully describe his power, his Holy Spirit. But God doesn't call us to describe. He calls us to embrace it by faith. By faith. By faith, he calls us to embrace him, to love him. Are you are you back where are you back in love with your first love? Oh yes. Yes. Oh, it feels so good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. That's what I went all the way to Georgia for. I wanted that that fire, that sparkle, that enjoyment of his presence. He enjoying me, me enjoying him, the oneness mm-hmm. that you experience in your relationship with God. It's so beautiful. And what I have to point out here is that each and every person is different. Each and every person that God calls is different. And you got to be, those of you ministers, you got to let that person be that person. I don't try to shut my deliverance on anybody because I know when you get it, it's going to be personal, it's going to be intimate, and it's going to be exclusively to you. Because God met you and God ministered to you, and God brought you and placed you exactly where He wants you to be in the in, in in the middle of His perfect will. He created your personality, He created your characteristics, and that's exactly what He intends to use. That's what He He's gonna use. He doesn't, he doesn't, you know what? Uh, he's not a cookie cutter God. That's, I think that's what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say. Yeah. So you cannot go in in to meet him, I guess like the bride, with anything other than you. You. You're the one he's calling to himself. You're the one. He want to fix you. He want to fix you better than you were before because after deliverance, you 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 being reconciled to the garden. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What garden? The garden mm-hmm, of Eden. Mm-hmm. The garden mm-hmm. of paradise. Mm-hmm. And it's different. You say you saw all your family, and I remember you telling me, "I have a big family." Mm-hmm. I said, uh-huh. So that devil thought that devil thought it won. He thought he thought it won. But but he didn't know that Jesus has never lost the battle. I say Jesus has never lost the battle. <laughs> never. Amen. Amen. And that's why I was playing that song, The Favor of the Lord is upon me. Brothers and sisters, you are God. What I 
what I'm happy about this tail on us. Jesus believers. <laughs> mm-hmm. It tickles me every time I do that. Okay? Is that God bring, brings you living witnesses. Living witnesses. But see, we got to be like Jesus. Jesus said, I set my face toward Jerusalem. Jesus said, who made me a judge? I ain't a judge of nobody, nothing. He said, I came to seek and to save them that were lost. And right now, the lost is sitting in the church. The lost is sitting in the church. The lost has got to be found. The lost is sitting in darkness and needs to be brought out of the darkness into God's marvelous light. When I ask people to come on here, I ask them to come for one reason, so they would be a witness to you. I don't get no thrill or nothing else out of darkness. My joy comes when people come out of darkness. When I see one more time that Jesus won, when I see us believers being a witness to the angels, Because we're the book of Acts that's still being written. The angels watch and observe what we do. Brothers and sisters, California, it's a new day. Amen. And you know it's a new day. Your spirit knows it's a new day. Your soul knows it's a new day. And that that thought it was going to destroy your family knows it's a new day. Amen. Thank you, Lord. They know it's a new day. What we got to do is we got to live it. We got to live it. got to live it. And God uses deliverance so that you don't have fear. So that you can come more into the love of God because perfect love. Perfect love casts out fear because fear had torment. I say fear had torment. Perfect love. That is your love of God, your love of Jesus, your love of the Holy Spirit, your love of God's ways, your love of God's work. Cast out fear. Your love of his word. Cast out fear. Because fear had torment. Only thing you're supposed to fear is God himself and not pleasing him. Is there anything else? I want you to say something. They think y'all laid back. They ain't seen you worship. Mm-hmm. They ain't seen you mm-hmm. dance to the Lord like, like I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else you want to share about your experience? And you and you did have an authentic experience with God. I trusted the process. I I <clears throat> I trusted this whole process because I knew how uh, bound I was in my soul, mm-hmm. and and I knew that I needed this kind of deliverance and this kind of help. Prayer was. When I was still here in California before I went to Georgia was, Lord, I am tired of being beat up. I am tired. I need, and I pray and I ask you, Lord, that you will be so gentle with me because I felt so beat up. I felt like a beat up dog. And God answered my prayer. He was as gentle as a dove, like he says in his word. 
And one of the things that Dr. Erica says is that if you need or want deliverance, it takes it's going to require faith to go from wherever you're at to meet God. You meet God. You trust God and that the Holy Spirit will deliver, heal, restore, and make you feel and uh, you will feel the freedom that you are crying out to God for. It's, it's all done in faith. It's all done in hope. And it's a beautiful process. You just have to surrender your spirit to him. And it will turn out beautifully. Thank you. I, could, I, I couldn't have said it like that. Person deliverance. I've been doing this for 30, it'll be 31 years this year. And I've never seen any two people get delivered the same way. I've never heard any two people have the same testimony. And I listen. I take notes for a little bit. But I understand this. Jesus is your deliverer. Jesus is your healer. And it's all done under the banner of one thing, salvation. Jesus is our salvation. Jesus doesn't want you running around here one second longer than you have to bound up. Bound up. But you got to understand one thing. He is the answer, and he will do it. But it's going to require you to cooperate with him. It's going to require you to be strong in the Lord and understand and believe that God has the power, the might, and the ability, and that he's going to do whatever he has to do for you for one reason. There's only one reason. There's only one reason that he's going to set you free, heal you, save you, or deliver you. And there's only one reason that he does it and bring you into restoration and cause all the negative stuff to lift up off of you and go. He does it for one reason. He loves you. He loves you for real. And he wants to show you. He wants to demonstrate how much he loves you so that you can then go out and demonstrate to somebody else how much he loves them. That's why he does it. It's all under the banner of salvation. He saves you from whatever you need saving from. But the most important thing We all must be saved from lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Because we're all born into sin, shaped into iniquity. And I heard this demon say, this angel of light, say, I'm going to destroy him. And I heard the Holy Ghost say, (laughs) too late. Mm-hmm. Too late Because it only takes one It only takes one member To stop The devil In a family line And woe be unto the devil If two And glory be to God Three, four, five Thy kingdom come Thy will be done God's will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you, California. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you, Dr. Erica. And I'll see you when your whole family get here to Georgia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God.
Look forward to it.